welcome to the Wise Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Christina DeFranco, a yoga teacher, elite athlete, and anxious tornado turned mindful mover. We will be talking all things mindset and mental health to help you create breakthroughs to become your best and most authentic self. Welcome back to the Wise Mind Podcast. This is your host, Christina here, and I am so glad you're joining me for this week's episode. We are going to be talking all about self-worth today. So I've really recently noticed in some of my friendships and some of my interactions in my day-to-day life that people don't seem to have a good sense of their own self-worth. And they don't really, really truly understand how important it is to have a relationship with yourself before anything else. And I think that can be so difficult for some people to understand because we're never taught about self-worth. Or at least very few people are taught how important self-worth is and how to really develop self-worth. So today I'm going to be talking to you about self-worth and giving you my top five tips on how to increase your self-worth and really start to gauge a better understanding of yourself. So what exactly is self-worth? Because it seems to be interchangeable these days with self-esteem and it's also paired with self-care and self-love and all these other big buzzwords that we're throwing around right now. And so today we're going to just focus on self-worth. So self-worth is based in your strengths and in your flaws. It's who you truly are at your core. So when we get back to that authentic self, this is your self-worth. It stems from your soul, from your authentic self. And essentially, if you took away all of your accomplishments, all of your possessions, your tangible things, how do you interact with others? Who are you? That is your self-worth. But it's rooted in your perception of these things. So it's not based on anyone else's idea of you, although that might impact your self-worth if you let it get to you. So what I want you to focus on today is your own perception of your strengths and your flaws and who you truly are as a human being, as a soul, as a human. And when we kind of start to get this confused with self-esteem, it's because we talk a lot about those accomplishments and possessions when we describe ourselves. Oh, I've done this. Oh, I do that. I know a lot of times you can say, oh, I go to this school or I play on this sports team or I've won this award, that award. And that's honestly just our society. We've become very materialistic and very kind of award-based, so to speak. Um, And that's where our self-esteem comes from. So our self-esteem is how good we feel about ourselves based on these accomplishments and the positive reinforcement we receive, especially as kids, the reinforcement that we received from getting good grades or winning championships or getting into this great, amazing school. So that's kind of where we start to build our self-esteem. But your self-worth is detached from all of these possessions and all of these accomplishments, and it's truly just who you are, which can be a lot 
more difficult to identify and to start to build up in your life because it's not attached to anything or anyone else. It's just you. And so we're going to start to get into my top five tips of how you can start to work on this self-worth. And as we go through them, I really want you to remember that this is based on your perception. I don't want you to think, oh, I know this person thinks this or that of me, or I've had this happen or that happen, and this person reacted this way or that way, so I should feel this way. No, it's you. It's all you. Get everyone out of your head and just be with yourself. Because this is where we get to the root of your self-worth. So tip number one, get to know yourself. And yes, this means spending time with yourself. And honestly, as I talk about this tip, I don't have this like written down or planned out this part that I'm about to say, but the first thing I think of is my fear of like taking myself out for coffee or taking myself out for lunch or dinner and just sitting by myself and enjoying my own company because as of right now, that still terrifies me. So that's something I truly have to work on. But that's what it's all about. It's getting to know yourself. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? And starting to love yourself, not in spite of your flaws, but because of them. Seeing them and knowing that they're a part of you. And this is you as a whole. So just because you may be a procrastinator, which is seen as something negative, you are also the most kind-hearted human being and you care so much and so deeply and you know that to be true about yourself. So you're looking at yourself as a whole. And a really good way to do this is if you went into a job interview and someone asked you, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What would you honestly say? Now, I don't want you to give me this wishy-washy answer. I don't want you to say my go-to, which is, I'm a perfectionist, which is kind of a weakness because I really spend too much time on certain things and I want to make sure every detail is in place um, because that can be seen as a negative or a positive, but I kind of say that as my weakness so I still seem good in a job interview, but that's not what I want. I want your real, raw, uncut, unfiltered answers to what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and loving each and every part of that. And if that is something that you have resistance towards, you have to sit with that, feel into that, like get to know that part of you, because it's just as important as the things you love about yourself. And that leads us right into tip number two, which is self compassion. I want you to say bye-bye to that inner critic because you're going to invite some self-compassion into your life right now, right here, today. You are going to start every time your little voice comes in your head when you're watching Netflix saying, you're procrastinating, you're such a bad student, you don't do this, you don't work hard. I want you to change that narrative for yourself. Say goodbye to your inner mean girl. Sorry for all the boys listening. You can be an inner, inner critic or a mean man. <laughs> Say goodbye to that inner critic and be compassionate with yourself. Maybe you had a long day. Maybe you're just soaking some self-care and maybe that means 
watching some TV. That's okay. Because how we talk to ourselves is so important. And it's so important because you're always listening to yourself. Maybe sometimes when you talk to other people or you mutter mutter things under your breath, other people aren't always listening, but you are always, always listening to yourself. Your brain always knows what you're saying, whether you say it out loud or say it in your mind, and this can drastically impact how you feel about yourself from the core of your being, from your soul. And honestly, this inner dialogue that's negative or uncompassionate, what happens is that your soul starts to believe it and honestly it starts to block you from finding and becoming your best self because when you constantly have these negative voices in your head, you're not in your best place, you're not happy and positive and living and presenting yourself as you want to because you can't get past these voices these blockages, these limiting beliefs. So really start to invite that self-compassion in. All right, number three is to reflect and start to grow. So this is a whole other discussion, but fixed mindset versus mindset comes hugely into play here. So if you stay in a fixed mindset, which we'll go through really, really quickly here, is just not being able to grow from anything. It is the way it is. That's just how it is. That's how it's always going to be. That is a fixed mindset. And if you stay in that fixed mindset, you can never increase your self-worth because you never can think you're any, you can possibly get any better. There's no growth. Whereas if you have a different mindset where you really just learn from your mistakes, learn from everything that's happening and begin to get better, you can invite more love into your world. You can start to see more of your worth each and every day because there's endless amounts. You just don't know it yet. And so reflect on things that happen in your life and grow from them. And then derive more self-worth from the incredible strides you're making in your life and the growth you're able to see over periods of time. And if you really truly do this, whether you journal, whether you write it in an Instagram caption, I don't care how you do it, whether you tell a friend and then re-talk to them, it doesn't matter. But constantly being able to check in and seeing that growth is so valuable. It's so important. To give you the most basic example possible, probably, is if you take progress photos when you decide to go on a weight loss journey or a get fit journey or gain weight journey, whatever your goal is, if you take a photo day one and then you compare it to a photo on the last day of month three, you will see the growth and you will start to believe in yourself so much more. So we really want that growth mindset. It is so important. And just like when that inner voice comes in, it says to you, oh, you're procrastinating. Oh, you're lazy. Okay, maybe it's self-care or maybe your reason is that you really truly are procrastinating and it's not a great quality of yours and it's just a habit. So how can you reflect on that and how can you grow from that? 
How can you now schedule your day so that you are productive and then give yourself rest times or self-love times or self-care times where you include that TV watching because it's something that's important to you or makes you feel good because we want it to make you feel good. We don't want you to be binge watching Netflix and then calling yourself lazy. Get stuff done, but be kind to yourself by scheduling in that much desired TV time because then when you're watching the TV, you'll feel good about it. You'll feel like you earned it. And then your self-worth will just start to escalate, will increase and increase. And it's so beautiful when you start to see that happen. And I want that for each and every one of you. Okay, that one was a little bit of a tangent. Let's get back on track. (laughs) Step number four is to stop neglecting your self-care. And so I know self-care is a huge buzzword right now, meaning that everyone says it, everyone throws it around, and no one really knows what it means. Honestly, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. For me, it's really taking accountability for myself. Whatever I need, giving that to myself, not being ashamed, not feeling guilty, just loving myself unconditionally and putting myself first when I need it. That has been something that is so hard for me, but if I need to take a nap, not feeling guilty, not feeling ashamed, just taking the nap because I need it. Um, And that's something I work on every day. It's not running away from my emotions, but instead sitting and really feeling them because if I push them down within me, I know it will only cause me more pain and deteriorate my own health and create more stress within my body for me. So it is so important to me to have self-care. And the reason why I say stop neglecting self-care is oftentimes people with low self-worth have low self-care. Let me say that again. People with low self-worth have low or lack of self-care. Because if you don't feel worthy, if you don't value yourself, You won't make time for yourself. It's that simple. And that's why when I talk about taking a nap, when I need a nap and not feeling guilty or ashamed, it's so important because oftentimes I put everyone else before myself. I don't feel like I'm more worthy or even as worthy is better. (laughs) I don't feel as worthy as someone else. So I prioritize them above me. Or I feel like, oh, they really need me. It's not as... It's a much bigger need than my own personal needs and I'm selfish if I say no to them so that I can have self-care. One, that goes back to the inner critic. And two, it just shows that your self-worth and your self-care are directly correlated. I wish I had some like solid scientific proof on this, but you just need to believe me. It's a thing. (laughs) And step number five is social media. Who are you following? If you don't follow anyone, if you don't have social media, you go. Maybe that's the best for your mental health. If that feels good for you, this point is irrelevant. But for all of you that have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, insert all the other social media platforms that I don't have here, who do you follow? And I want you to start to look at your feed or whatever you're seeing and just take a moment to really analyze how does that make you feel? Because what you constantly see, 
And most of our consumption of society and the outer world is now through social media. Like, be honest with yourself. Do you see more people in real life or on social media? Because you can see a heck of a lot more people in 30 seconds scrolling through your feed than you can walking down the street most days. And if they are walking down the street, usually you don't make eye contact or talk to any of them because they all have headphones in or they're staring at their phone anyways. So we consume so much of society and of other people through our screens and through our social media. So what you see matters. What you absorb, what you read. And even if you feel like it's really passive, like maybe you do what I do as you're watching Netflix or YouTube, you're actually scrolling through Instagram. So that's super passive because you're not fully reading everything or not fully staring at things for a length of time. But it's still going into your subconscious. It's still going into your filters, into your brain. And so you need to start to evaluate How are the things you're seeing impacting your life? Whether it's conscious or unconscious, slow down, start to look at it, and really take notice. Ask yourself, is this information building me up? Is it bringing me joy? Is it impacting my life positively? Because if it's not, cut it out. Unfollow them, get rid of the app, I don't care what you have to do. Block people. Maybe they're your friends so you don't want to take them off. You can mute people now so you don't actually see their things. I don't care what you do. But you have to protect yourself. And you have to build your own self-worth. And these are the best ways to do it. So let's do a nice little recap just to make sure you haven't forgot anything important I've said. Step number one is to get to know yourself Spend time with yourself, the real, raw, uncut, unfiltered version of yourself, and love yourself wholly, not in spite of something. Tip number two, self-compassion. Bye-bye inner critic, bye-bye inner mean girl. You are always listening to yourself. You need to have language and a narrative in your brain that feeds love into your life. Tip number three, reflect, 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 reflect. I just want to say that. Reflect and grow from it. No fixed mindsets here. We are growing constantly. Tip number four, stop neglecting your self-care. It is the number one sign, in my opinion, of low self-worth. So start to love yourself. Give yourself some self-care because you are worthy. If you didn't know it, I am telling you right now, you are worthy Please, please, please invite some self-care into your life. You deserve it. This is your permission right now. And last but not least, tip number five, my social media friends unite. Also, shameless plug, at the Wise Mind Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. We will give you nice positive content that will not create junk in your brain. But what you see matters. Unfollow people, block people, mute people, delete apps because you need to have um, consumption of information that builds you up, that brings you joy, that positively impacts your life and nothing else. Everything else should be cut out. So take time, set time aside to really just scroll through your things 
and do a little cleanse, a little social media cleanse. It'll be good for us. <laughs> I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you couldn't tell by my voice, this is something I'm so passionate about. Um, and it's something that I've had to really, really work through and really learn. And I want you to as well. So if you guys have any questions about this, if you're unsure or struggling in any way, please let me know at the Wise Mind Podcast. You can also email me. Um, that's all that information is on um, www.thewisemindpodcast.com. I would love to connect with you guys, so let me know. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, and I'll see you for next... I'll see you... I guess I don't see you. I'll talk to you next week for our next episode. Lots of love, friend. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Wise Mind Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would go leave an honest review on iTunes and let us know what you would like to hear more of. And don't forget to dive into our show notes at www.thewisemindpodcast.com. Until next time, I wish you all the happiness, health, and healing. Lots of love.